Swoosh Life Podcast. Season 3. What's up? We are live. This is live on YouTube. Who else is watching? Maddie's going to show up soon. We're here. This is the whole part of uh, uh, Central Standard Time versus Eastern Standard Time. But hopefully we'll, we'll show up. But we'll, we'll just chat and whatnot. But welcome to the live podcast players edition episode 44, episode 5 of season 3. We're back, Keith. We're here. We're going to do it live. This is awesome. Yeah, this is awesome. Our first time going live. I hope everybody's going to enjoy this. Hopefully there's some people out there watching. Matt, where are you? But no, first things first, happy uh, National Women's Day to all the women out there. Thank you. Thank you for putting up with us and our golf fanatics all out there, even the women that are golf fanatics as well. But also happy 25% off on Nike.com and the Nike app for National Women's Day. And it does also apply to the men, too, because there's some unisex shoes out there in the golf division, the Roshi NN and the Next Percent. So go out there, get that 25% off while you can. But Gumby, it's good to be back. It's good to see you. I got some swings in today at the indoor simulator. Yeah, you, had, uh, you put that in the group chat. You played a little, it's Players Week, so you played a little yeah. TPC, right? Like you flew down to, to uh, Sawgrass real quick, and then I flew back up to Bethpage for 30, uh, 36 holes in one day. So it felt good to be out there and playing Ooh. inside. That's good. <laughs> Matt has arrived. What's up? We st- we had a start, man. It was live. Live. It's all good. It's all good. Glad you're here. We are live show at it. And just excited to be going. So hopefully you guys are listening on the podcast also on uh, Thursday morning when it launches or later at a time. Um, we'll try and keep this so that it's like pertinent to still a podcast, but we want to try something different as well um, and doing it live. We have no idea if anyone's watching and that's okay. So, uh, <laughs> but we are here. Matt's going to take something for Instagram. Uh, we're going to tweet out uh, also the, to the come join the live show right now um, or Instagram it out right now. Um so yeah, but we're here. Players Championship Week. Uh, how's your week been, guys? How's a uh, how's everything been so far for your week? Week's been good. It's been warming up here around Connecticut area. So seen a couple courses with uh, opening dates this weekend and oh, wow. next week. Yeah, there's a couple courses around me that stay open, but one of my favorites down the road, about 20 minutes, Topstone Golf Club in South Windsor, Connecticut, is opening up this weekend. So I sneak down there. Once in a while, we have some fans today, so we are yeah, live. We have, uh, have some fans. You might hear my three-year-old, and you might hear Gumby's four-month, five-month-old. Yeah, four-month. Yeah. So, but that's fun. That's what makes that's it awesome. being the life of a dad right now. You know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Matt, how you been? How was your week, and how's everything going? Good. Got a chance to get out, played a little bit, and uh, you know, one of the cool things was that with the return of the TW. One of my playing partners actually had the TW 15 on. My brother had the Lobster NXT Next Percent, and I had a pretty nice pair of shoes. So you guys will see some pictures. Got to keep that content streamer for the gram. But I do want to point out, I am wearing the new jogger. Do have the new nice. jogger for those of you that are live. Uh, oh, Ryan's here. Ryan's in here. Great, great. He jumped in. Yeah. But uh, jogger, I will say, uh, I might have gotten a size too big. So I'm a 36, 38 waist. I should probably gotten a, a, an XL. So for those of you that are wondering, and if you're not watching on this, it is very stretchy. I just exhibited my stretchy, my nimbleness right there as I got up out of my chair. So, uh, man, the jogger's a hit. This is the type of material that I wish they had done from the get-go. When they did the jogger, was that 2015, 2016 when they first did the jogger? It was around the same time as the blade collar. Yeah. I don't think that they ever did it. They did it in like the exact like same material that the pants were made in, but never like the vapor pants where it's a little bit stretchier. I wish they had done that. Last year we got that pant with the drawstring. To me, that was more of a capri than it was like a jogger because it didn't have like elastic down. So I mean, this is something. I mean, I know a lot of people talking about the price, but like compared to like a Grayson or something like that, I think it's actually like a bargain. Yeah, Ryan, you it out. Primo's the new one out there as well. Yeah. So. 
and they don't make bigger sizes. I don't know if that size. I don't know if his pants are going to come to me or not. We they will. Talking about it, but uh, that's the big thing too is that they don't make bigger sizes, and these are actually offered all the way up to four XL um, if you can get them. I don't think that I need that. I think the two X or the three X would be fine, but we're going to see. Um, yep. But I'm excited for them. I what I need is the belt loops on a jogger. So like I have joggers that are like sweatpants. But I wear an undershirt on all my stuff, and I need uh, to, like, cinch it in, belt loop it. And that's the problem with, like, active joggers is they don't have, like, belt loops. And so I like the jogger because it makes me look taller than I already am because it, like, just accentuates, like, a thinner, like, a skinnier leg a little bit. So um, I'm excited. I can, say, I can say you'll probably be happy with these. So the belt loops, yeah. they hold up even though it's a stretchy material because that's the other thing, too. Sometimes the belt loops get a little weird. Uh, with the stretchier material, but you do have to get the right size. So right now they are they are doing a little MC Hammer action on me. I got I got some of the Cavarici action going. For those of you that are of age, if you don't understand, you can Google that. But yeah, so you definitely got to get the right size. But it's gonna look good. Awesome. And uh, so we're recording on a Wednesday night. Um, the TPC Players Championship or the Players Championship, TPC Sawgrass, um, is this week. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the Players Course, uh, Pete Dye Course, uh, Sawgrass. Um, and we're also going to talk about the drops that had, have come out. And so we, we obviously talked about last week's episode, um, the 90s, the AM 90s that came out and the hidden treasure and everything like that. I think one of the better drops, they actually dropped today around noon, I think, is when Keith sent out the link. So if you go through our um, story, um, the link was there. Um, they're probably still available. I think they're still available as of this afternoon. And Ryan just uh, texted us a con- confirmation bragging about getting two size 14s. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited about them. I am picking and choosing my battles based on what we know coming out in the future, AM1s and, and the fr- always fresh and not going with these, but it was a hard decision. I had them in my cart this afternoon um, and did not press buy. So, you know, one of those things, but they dropped some shirts as well, Keith, right? Oh. And the mute monster got Keith again. He's but the cool again. thing. Good kids, it's okay. Well, yeah. that's okay, and, and I'll tell you something. I got the shirt; it got delivered yesterday oh, nice. at my brother's house, and I forgot to pick it up last night. I totally screwed up. Yeah, we're even now. I'm on mute. You forgot the shirt, but the shirts are dry fit again. So, Matt, that'll be good that once you get it to let us know it's official. But yeah, the two the two shirts that the t shirts that dropped the treasure box and the pin with the snake around it was a pretty cool design. I like that one. Uh, they're both pretty awesome. Uh, great designs. I, it'd be cool to find out a little bit more meaning behind it. I know it's Florida, sawgrass and stuff, but it was cool like how that idea came about. It'd, it'd be cool to dig a little deeper and, and see how that came about. But, yeah, what do you think, Matt, about the t- T-shirts? I, I'm a big fan because it looks like from the description it's the same as the Melty Swoosh. So I was at my brother's store today, and there is that 100% cotton Nike Golf shirt that you can order. Not as boxy as last year's 100% cotton shirts. Seems like a little bit of an upgrade. I would maybe still skip those because I would go towards these because I think these are 47 or they're 57% cotton. And then the rest is that it's that pot, Kali Potten blend. Kali Potten, Potten, Kali, Kali Potten, Kali Potten, Poly Cotton, Poly Cotton blend. That's the one. Spears in the chat. How many times do we just say Poly Cotton right there? Oh my goodness. This is what. You guys don't hear when it's actually we don't edit any of our podcasts. There's a little peek behind the curtain. I just That's a good fact right there. I do yep. not um I do not edit anything. I just yeah. cut it and we just add in the ad. But now we but, have the anchor read and all that stuff. So But uh, I do want to call out this is what Ryan well, I know you hate when I use your real name. This is what Gumby was been asking for. Like, let's get nicer shirts with these awesome logos. So you, you know, you I seen these logos in the shoe, they're on the shirt now. So Ryan, I know you're Gumby. I know you're skipping a little bit on the 90, but will you pick up a shirt if it goes on sale? Uh, they don't make it above 2x, so that is my only complaint. I know that it is the right like blend now. Um, they made some shirts. I think they made the the dancing tigers, the dancing Frank ones in like a three four. Um, 
but again, they don't make a long shirt. So I wear a shirt from one bone that is long and tall for a bigger gut so that when you like stretch up that you don't see the gut um, and stuff like that is not what Nike's doing. They make it wide enough. See, even Collins agrees. Um, they make it wide enough, but they don't make it tall enough. Um, and so that's kind of where I just am at with with the shirts right now and um, definitely need something bigger. And, and Nick in the chat and Ryan in the chat agree with me. So uh, yeah. glad that they're on the right material. Let's just get a better cut next. Yeah, I want to see I want to see how the length works up because I did go large in the melty swoosh and it was a little short for me. So I'm hoping the XL kind of cures that. And, and and speaking of Collins, happy International Women's Day. Not sure if you guys were able to catch on that. Yeah, but Keith, uh, Keith mentioned that at the beginning, and we're re-going with it there. Uh, Keith also mentioned, if you didn't hear it at the beginning of the podcast, 25% off uh, for National Women's Day as well. So we are right on that. Go get yourself some stuff. Uh, like Keith said, some Roshis and some and next percents are out there with the 25% off, which is awesome. So um, yeah. great little thing. Let's just get into it now. Like we've already, um, and shout out for first off, Suzanne Pedersen reposting us today. Um, the the international goat, as we'll call her in women's golf a little bit. So, um, and some others we see peeping in there. So, you know, just come on board. Come come and join the swoosh life. We saw you uh, see it. We saw you yeah, in the stories. But, we know you're uh, new to the team, but you can repost us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So uh, we are excited um, for the Players' Championship week. Excited to be live. I don't know how many times I'm going to say that. Probably a lot. Um, but Colin's excited too. So um, TPC, let's talk about the, the course a little bit. Let's talk about this week. We'll get into Keys Pick at the end. Um, but let's just kind of talk about what you guys like about the Players' Course. And Matt, you've played it. Keith played it on the simulator this morning. Um Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the price maybe a little bit. That's kind of getting up there for that course. Um, and then what's kind of you're looking forward to uh, to see this week. And, and maybe even talk about some of the, the Nike shoes that we've done in the past, not just this week, this week, uh, this year, but in the past. You know, that was one of our uh, topics um, that someone brought up in our stories. And the name escapes me. Matt might have it. Um, but wanted to talk about some of the different – Nike shoes that they've done for the Players Championship. I remember that they had um, an an Infinity Tour a couple of years ago, right. and uh, something else too. The so. three lines were a couple yeah. of players. Um, wasn't a Tour Premier back in the, the colors of navy gold? Yeah, the, the Infinity Tours were the first ones with the uh, the stars on and stuff. But uh, that was the first time I remember them doing a TPC yeah. uh, one. But and, you know, somebody shared the story. Brooks's albatross, which unfortunately we won't get to see Brooks compete. Not going to get into all that. But, you know, he was wearing those black, white tour premieres. And gosh, right. just what a good, good shoe. Right. And the person you're thinking of who um, it was the preppy Mexican. Shout out to you. Favorite Nike players championships shoe. So they haven't really done a ton. Right. Like there was the uh, well, we there got... was the gold sold bottom. Yeah, the, the Zoom couple. Victory Tour, and Rory won in those that year. Indeed. Indeed, yes, he did. And then, uh, But I, I think these with the wear away, you know, we talked about it. This is the first time I can remember, because when we talked about the Jordan 1 mid, both times that wear away was to make the, make the shoe look old and worn and distressed. This time, the wear away actually reveals a design. Uh, and that's what I said is, like, this might be one of the best uh, shoes that I've ever seen from Nike golf period. Uh, so I had to get it, you know, like I'm budgeting like you guys. Um, I'm still hurting from the double whammy of the tiger shoe and the air Jordan six, but yeah, this might be my favorite one, honestly, because obviously I'm a big 90 fan. So uh, Keith, do you have a favorite amongst, you know, the three or four, I guess we could count that Jordan that came a little late last yeah. year. There was like a white gum Jordan that came out. We couldn't tell, was it delayed and meant for the players championship or was it originally a master shoe? I remember the NRG um, Infinity Tours as well that we see right here. Yes, those, those, those are gold really good. Gold, yeah. bottoms. gold bottoms. Anytime yeah. a gold bottom, right? Exactly. But has anybody ever worn those and confirmed if the gold bottom flaked? Like you know what I like? What I wore to golf was the Beth Page backs of uh, Beth Page Black 
Safari React Vapor 2s. And if you remember that whole series, the red bottom flaked off. And and some people did not like that. So I, I don't know. Did, has anybody ever confirmed that those flaked? Not that I've heard of. And I, I think I know a couple of buddies that did end up getting the gold bottom ones. Uh, and they said they didn't flake at all. Um, not that I can recall. But what I do like how that Rory won in the ones that I like, the, tour, uh, the victory tours. It went perfect with the trophy, the gold players trophy. The gold bottom shoe. Everybody remembers the picture of him kicking up the shoe. The bottom looked gold matching the trophy. So it was cool. That's probably one of my favorites. And Matt, I do agree. The one that just dropped the, the 90 is pretty freaking awesome. I can't wait to see you in person. If you have those on, I can't wait to see the logo come up here on the side of the shoe. That would, I can't wait. I, I like, I'm still debating if they're there next week when I get paid, I'll get them, but I don't think they'll be there. But, um, uh, I would. I'm still debating how I'd wear them, if I got them, Matt. I don't. And then wonder if this was like what Ryan is picking up too. Um, Ryan Mullen for everyone um, is thinking is that he's gonna scrape one with the side and leave one. I feel like I would like leave one white and then a natural wear and tear. Let it like slowly patina almost to the thing. Matt, I think you're. You said you're gonna scrape it. I think because you like the underneath better. I, I would let it wear naturally. It's not a bad idea, actually. It's not a not a wild idea. It's just that you you would scrape it, and then eventually it's going to get there. So I don't think there's a right or wrong. I think that's actually a pretty clever way of wearing it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. But to to your earlier point, whether I'm actually going – and it's funny because we're live, and we're all, like, rushing for some reason. <laughs> but uh, The question is, would I wear this? I actually don't plan on wearing these to the course. Like I might wear these before and after rounds. I'm going to wear this as a purely casual shoe. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and I think that's going to segue to our next topic. So not to rush. I want to get Keith's opinion on it, but our next topic is probably going to talk a little bit more about casual footwear in the golf space. So go ahead, Keith. What do you, what do you think about this? How would you rock these nineties? I, I like them. Like I said before, I, I agree with how they, the it's a perfect design for a perfect tournament. It really is. And, and I rank them 4.8. I think they're awesome. But I forgot what, what the hell I was going to say about them. We were we were asking how you're going to wear them though. Like, oh, would you would you leave it? Would you leave it like with the white, or would you try or you scrape it off immediately? Kind of. Oh, I would scrape it off immediately to show the design. But I'm with you, Matt. They would be the pair of shoes that you know. I'll have two pairs of shoes going to the course. I'll have one pair ready in the bag with me. But when I get on the golf course, I you know go out there and walk. I'll put the 90s in in the shoe bag leave them in the cart and then put them back on after the round and show them off inside the clubhouse out to dinner driving home in them i i do that with them jelani morgan in the chat over there just said do you all talk about the acetone rub off the gold uh you know jelani you know what i was thinking man i was actually thinking mr morgan i would take a quarter and see if it's like a scratch off ticket you know reveal the treasure and and i would just like scratch off just the icons try and find just the edge of the icon and scratch that off kind of reveal that but that's not a bad way with the acetone because that way you would make sure that it comes off completely clean and that's might be that might be a really good tip towards the end like when you have like very little flake left to get rid of like that's a nice nice way to kind of get rid of that so great suggestion there in the chat but one thing I do want to transition to, Callaway and Topgolf announced their earnings. And this is just one topic that I wanted to talk about. Um, one of the interesting things out of the earnings call for Callaway, they're just absolutely crushing it, is that a majority of their revenue continues to come from something that's more of an experience than it is hardware or equipment. And it's coming from Topgolf. And there was a couple articles that were out there, and even more of the articles were saying that more and more golfers quote-unquote golfers are doing stuff that is off the course than stuff that is on the course so what does that mean it means that they're going to top golf more they're going to five iron uh you know we have um here in the chicagoland area not only is there five iron there's a couple other like indoor simulator things that are picking up on this where you can book a simulator hang out with your friends hit golf clubs right and you maybe you're somebody that has a set of golf clubs but you spend more time in a simulator because you live in a more 
like city urban environment, right? Like you can't get out to the golf course, right? Especially during the winter months. It's a really nice kind of way to keep the game unrusted and stuff like that. So I guess my question is this. We've posited where the future of Nike golf will be, where we'll have more spikeless shoes in the future. We've just talked about the 90 and it's so nice that we almost don't want to get it dirty. We're probably going to wear it more casually. Does this further cement the theory that we're going to see more and more spikeless shoes that can double as golf shoes? I just wore the Croc ones at work all day today. Uh, and as I traveled yesterday, so take that Nick Spears. I actually do work you jerk, but <laughs> kick it to you guys. Go ahead. Gumby. Um, I think that's interesting to like, think about um, like the, the street style shoe and everything like that. Um, I think that if we saw a soft bottom, Jordan would be interesting, you know, because then you would just be like straight to the course into the street. Like, um, so that would be, that'd be really cool to, to see. I also think Callaway's just kind of doing stuff differently in general. And I think TaylorMade and other companies are starting to get on board with that. I know TaylorMade is now um, linked up with Pop Stroke with Tiger's like mini golf courses um, as well. And so, um, so you can see that at like at Pop Strokes popping up and, you know, bringing like I've seen people with their actual putters mini golfing. Like I know that's kind of like a taboo thing, but at those type of courses, when it feels like an actual like real putting green, not like a mini golf like wind through the windmill thing. You know, I you can see it just coming like even coming from like another round and just wearing your same shoes like the ninety lobsters and then go and play mini golf. Like what a perfect New England night that would be. You know, so at least someone from new england right yeah no i agree with you guys i i feel like more and more people are trending towards the spikeless shoes because even i played indoor golf today and, and one of my buddies he's always talking to me about what what nike shoes out is there a soft bomb he's like i need an indoor you know range shoe and he picked up the 270s on sale uh and he wore those today while we're in the range so it was, it was or in indoor golf i see like more of like up north and Boom, Matt's got them on right now. Oh, yeah, those ones. That's a little, the little, uh, what was that? Doesn't it fade different colors? Isn't that blue to pink? Yeah, that one. I couldn't really yeah, see it. Yeah, it's a little color. gradient. I love yeah. this one. Absolutely yeah. love this one. This is oh, one I think if it was released as a major edition, people would have gone crazy, but because right. it was a general release, it just sat right. Yeah, so like, like up here in the up, uh, in the Northeast, it's wetter up here. You know, Chicago area, it's wet all the time. You, there might be more and more places where it is like indoor golf for a long period of time, six months at a time, like a little practice facility, a big dome like at Turning Stone, where it's an 80-yard, 90-yard dome, but but there's a smaller dome next to it where it's, you know, a short game area. There's a putting green in there. I see more and more of those places opening up, you know, in the future. And, hey, why not sell spikeless shoes in there? I think there's always going to be a need. You see the pros out there. Yeah, you see a lot of pros in spikeless shoes, but there's still a couple that still have uh, cleats in there. A lot of the top guys still have cleats in. Rory, Tiger, you know, a lot of our guys. So it's – I know it's a personal preference, but it's – it just depends on where you live and, you know, what type of environment and what's the weather like outside. That's the main thing. What time of day do you play in? Morning? Afternoon? So that's, that's why golfers, that's why we have 10 plus shoes each. <laughs> no, I agree, Keith. I agree. Matt, your thoughts. Uh, I'm one of the things that I would say is, you know, when it comes to like the cleated thing, I, again, we've spoke about this a little bit last year where I think it's the elite golfer. Okay. And, and I'm not talking about the pro golfer because the pro golfer is the 1% of the 1% of the 1%, right? Like, there's only like 400 of those dudes in the world, right? That that play at that level. Then there is like the club champion, the scratch golfer, the single digit, the guy who spends Friday, Saturday, Sunday at his club is going to want that grip. He's going to want that assurance, right? And and like again, like I've never liked that we talk down to them like, "Well, you know the traction and the science and but they continue to buy that premium shoe with spikes." So from a business standpoint, I think it still makes sense to have you know, that kind of shoe. But at the end of the day, we know that like Payless shoes sells a lot of Nikes, right? 
There's a lot of Nikes. Remember when the Roshi came out, a $70 Nike shoe? They just absolutely crushed it, captured everybody's imagination because it's sub $100 and it's affordable and comfortable and stylish, right? So sometimes you can really hit on those, which by the way, Roshi G, the, the new one, yeah. How about and, that for like a, that could be a hiking shoe. That could yeah. be, that could be in all kinds of shoes. So, Hey Collins, welcome to the podcast. Fourth, welcome. fourth welcome host. Sorry, world. Blake and Nick. <laughs> I'm going to invite her in pretty soon. So yeah, just, those are some of my thoughts right there on that. Yeah, Matt, I agree with you on the Roshi, the, the next nature, the, the new ones that are out. There's a unbelievable better tread on the bottom of the the waffle on the bottom they're they're great it is that they feel like a hiking shoe like you can wear those climbing up a mountain so they did a good redesign on the foot uh on the sole of that shoe agreed thousand percent perfect so with that, time for a break right matt you got it all right here we go oh my gosh you guys are i hope you guys are ready because this is a big big it's thing so, for us good thing and it's, it's not me yeah exactly and this is my trial because Matt just has that knack, man. I'm going to have to use that in the next on the actual podcast because uh, that was our live read. Uh, but, yeah, I heard uh, I heard about Anchor from another podcast that uses it, and they did the same ad read. And I was so jealous of how they do their ad reads because um, it's well done. And uh, so, yeah. so oh, uh, We all skip over it anyways. Let's be honest. Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you, Anchor, because it truly has, like, grown that we we do make money off of them and everything like that for for some of their adsense and everything so we hope that will stay with us and uh we can uh you know take all that money and 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 roll it into to what we're doing so um cool thing that i saw this week is um someone matt correct me if you know the name because i'm off the top of my head i can't think of it uh got to create their own set of jordan golf shoes one to 23 um and it was pretty cool to see how he like designed them they were all kind of over one theme and one style and so i thought it'd be cool to kind of spitball around the group what the theme for the swoosh life podcast would be of uh one to 23 jordan shoes oh that's a good one to start i I know we were talking a little off air and stuff about this just to kind of like pregame what we're going to we're gonna say about this, but I love our logo that we have for this podcast and I love the colors that we use for this podcast. So I wouldn't mind seeing a colorway for the Swoosh Life in all Jordan shoes, one through 23. Matt's pulling up right now if you guys are watching and if you're watching or listening tomorrow, we have a full list screenshots of the Jordans one through 23. Overall, my favorite Jordan is the is the four. So to see a, a colorway into in the orange box color as our logo with white, black, and a little bit of gray at the bottom would would be awesome. Just to have like a swoosh life Jordan line. I think those four colors would look good in any of the Jordan shoes. So that would be my pick. Matt, what are you thinking? Colorways. So sneak peek wanted to talk about, uh, you know, we're going to do the Air Max day next week, but I'm bringing out a Nike ID pair. I did of the Air Max zero. Uh, I was going to find my Kobe four. I have another one when they did the 360 with the uh, Air Max one trainer. There's this, this colorway is what I always go for. And for those of you that are listening, I usually go with a black and white upper. So white overlays, black mesh, uh, that way you could, Kind of stay clean. It won't look super dirty. I like to do white midsoles. As you guys know, I'm a big Cyber Monday colorway fan. So white midsole, I would add speckling to all the midsoles, right? And then I always like a red bottom. So these, you couldn't do a full red bottom, but I would do a red bottom on all those. And then a blue swoosh. Usually I've done, like, it depends on the type of blue that they have available. So I like photo blue, kind of that electric blue. Don't go all the way UNC blue because I do like my Chicago colors, but it's too light of a blue for me. So that's that's what I would go with. And, you know, for those of you that are in the chat, how would you got what would be your color scheme? Because then you could apply it to all the Jordans, the one through 23. Right. Now, yeah, Gumby, so, I'm expecting big things from you. Well, I was I like I think swoosh like as a swoosh life, I think like orange and black, I think is really cool. And I think that would be like truly like Nike iconic as well. Like, can you imagine like the it'd be like the shattered backboard uh ones you know like with the orange and black and stuff um and i would love to see the 
the twelves with a little with that orange toe, or even like a patent leather like um, orange on the elevens would be kind of fun. For me, I'm I'm like I don't know what I would do. I feel like I'd want to do a theme, and I want to do like a crazy theme. And and for some reason, I I always kind of go to like a popsicle. Like I love popsicles, um, and I think it would be such like a fun theme to do because you could do like. You could do one of them, uh, say, like the seven or eight as like a bomb pop a little bit um, with some gradient. You could do some like a SpongeBob popsicle. You could have them all have like the brown, almost like gum soles. It'd be like the popsicle stick. So I would love to just do something like that. I would get into the details, though. Like everyone would have a certain logo like on the back, like same thing with like the Swoosh Life ones, like our logo on the back heel um, would be just so cool on, on like all of these, or not even the heel, like on some of them where they're just like the jump man is, is like you have one jump man and then you have a second one. So there's a, there's a back heel side of on the 11s. There's the wings on like the, the eyelet like tabs on the ones um, stuff like that. I think could be like really, really fun to, to kind of see. It's hard for me going one to twenty three because I think my love for Jordans stop at at twelve for a lot, and I think a lot of people don't go past like a twelve from like a streetwear kind of view. The rest all just get into to really the like the crazy. I think even I think the thirty two is not bad, and I know a lot of people like the thirty five. So, um, but. Yeah. Well, from from a Jordan fan, I'd I'd say you know he stopped playing in the fourteen with the Bulls. He came back. There's some love for the seventeen and the eighteen. Uh, people did like those, and then we kind of call them the dark days when we kind of get to the twenty two to the twenty ten. Uh, but you can see actually when they got to with the twenty three, they did a really beautiful job with the twenty three, which was a great shoe to end on. I think they put a lot of effort into that, knowing that it was the third twenty third. But you notice when you get to they really made a, a dedication. So the 2010 is kind of when Dwayne Wade signed with them and it was okay. Like the innovation there was that you could see through that circle. It was like a window. And that was kind of like a low point for Jordan. And then 2011 came and the focus was more on performance. So 2011 was a fantastic basketball shoe. Same with the 2012, 28 introduced the shroud. That's Tinker back in his, back in his bag saying, I love army boots. I'm going to give you a zip up version of the 28. And then you start to see once they got the 31, they started to incorporate the older shoes. So the 31 looks like a one from a silhouette standpoint, 32, a little bit. Uh, and then you can kind of see those design elements as they come in. So I think they've been rejuvenated in the 30s. Uh, but there there was a time there where it kind of fell off. So you're not wrong, Gumby. Like there's a lot of us that kind of fell off in the in that mid mid-20s era. Well, and, and Tinker did the was it the 23 that had all like the icons and stuff in it? Or is that it had his signature? Was- so his signature was replicated, it's stitched in, so it looked like a quilted upper. But yeah. it was his MJ signature throughout, um, it, and and it was kind of reminiscent because the overlay, the triangular overlay, is kind of like a harken back to the thirteen, which people love. There's all kinds of like the twenty three. They did such a beautiful job with that shoe. Uh, that one actually, as a golf shoe, would be kind of cool. We've seen some video. We don't want to get anybody in trouble, but we've seen some videos from people who have gone to Grove twenty three, and it seems like. Grove 23 has the 34 and the 35 available with React Vapor Bottoms. Just saying, if anybody at Grove 23 wants to, you know, reach out and, you know, offer us a pair, uh, we'll, we'll pay. I cannot but, confirm or deny that, though. But, well, somebody else took the video. Look, I mean, we did not take the video from right. Inside 23, but we hope that doesn't ruin our chances. We promise not to record anything or say anything ever. <laughs> I like uh, Mr. Morgan's live chat idea. We need a Nike ID golf shoe back, and we need that back ASAP. That would be amazing to have something along those lines. Next percent, a 190, you know, a 90, you know, a, a victory uh, victory tour, any of those three, even a, a custom Jordan golf bottom, you know, it'd be great to have that. That's one of those things, uh, and shout out to also not only Mr. Morgan, thank you, perfect segue, because Cookie, in our one of our great gallery members, one of the hardcore fans of the podcast, he shared, he's like, golf Nike ID, you get to pick any sneaker to turn into a golf shoe. 
what would you pick? I think that would be interesting just on ID. You're already picking the soul. Why aren't they just offering a golf soul like on the 90, like on it? You know what I mean? Like you could just use the same. You're already doing 90 ID soul, like, uh, you know, kind of thing. Just have the golf soul be an option. It may be only one colorway, so that you're just like always choosing that. But people would do that, right? People yeah. would just have a clear or black, like it is on the all white 90, uh, golf soul and just put it on an ID shoe. I mean, Blake's already thinking about doing that for like uh, any soul swaps, you know? Yeah. And you look at what Govern's doing. I mean, Govern. It's not, a, it's not an exact one-to-one, right? Because a lot of times Govern has to, you know, he tells you get a bigger upper, get a bigger sole. Like he'll tell you what sizes when you're trying to mix and match things. But could you imagine these golf shoes that we wish were spiked, right? Like ADG, like ADG4 from Jordan, we all said would be amazing as a spiked golf shoe. Like that golf club, that premium golf club guy would eat up the ADG4 with real spikes, right? And then some of us, like me, the next percent, if you gave me, if you took away the, the three traction pods and you gave me something more like the Jordan 1 that I could wear casually, I would be wearing the next percent maybe like as an everyday shoe. Agree, Matt. Agree. I would definitely. Um, and then like vice versa, I would like to see like a like the Roshi Tour come back because that was a cool cleated bottom as well. But that would be also another cool uh, Nike ID to make. Imagine if you could ID uh, teed up 13s because they're, you know, they're back out again. So why that'd be awesome just to throw a, a Nike ID with the 13s in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do like Ryan's idea of the 13. You replace right. the Jordan hologram with uh, the Swoosh that Life logo. I saw him write it. So I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's like a g- given. Yes, yeah. let's do that. You know, but Gummy's not wrong because a lot of people, the 13, like casually, the 13 was a very comfortable shoe, but the 13 wasn't a big casual hit right and even the 14s like come and go uh they got a couple laneys you know what's interesting is whenever we see the year before like we saw a lot of fours come out from jordan and then it became a golf shoe the next year i wonder like my guess is like i see a lot of twos this year and i've yeah. seen 114 but i don't know it seems like there's a lot of twos the last few years so i don't know if the two will be the next one because i think it could translate to a nice looking golf shoe, but I digress. I want to go back to the gallery. Uh, Skull Soul Scavenger 416 said that we're doing a great job. We will take accolades whenever and wherever we can get that. Thank you. I want to say sorry to TJ Abramson. Last episode, TJ Abramson, he said, Hey, you know, the they put the lace lock on the bottom in the wrong spot. Absolute Bush League was his comment. That was the end of the comment. The way I said it made it sound like I was calling him. I'm not calling TJ Abramson Bush League. I apologize, dude. Uh, so public apologies there. I always try to make stuff right if you guys haven't noticed. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so last one from Cookie here is a good one. And then we'll kind of get into Keys Pick, TPC, all that good stuff. You can swap closets with any Nike player. Now, I'm wondering if he's meaning like off the course or on the course, like which player's style do you like the most? Who would you, who would you swap? Right? Would you be on and off the course? Maybe we'll make this two answers. That is. That I is don't a notice good. a lot of these guys off the course. To be honest, I off actually like course? what Brooks wears off the course. Like if you look at yeah, full swing, okay. like that's me. Like hoodies, basketball shorts, and J's. Like that's that's me most right. of the time. Yeah. Uh, off the Thanks. course, Hoodie. I want Layla Fin Finau's. She's she just has everything. She's like like on it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I I, don't, I I like Tony's off the course. I think I'm more Jason Day on the course, where like I I like the I I mean I've told Matt eight thousand times I want the Jason Day khaki if you find it in the outlets. Yeah. I need that dark. Is he wearing the five? He's wearing the five pocket too, right? It's usually the five pocket yeah. that he's in. I need no. that darker thing you know so you know i don't know i it's hard because i think like most on and off styles are are this are close to the same what we see them in but yeah i don't know yeah you see a lot of the guys wearing wearing the same you know same style shirt during the tournaments you know different colors and everything but it, it's for style I, I like all our guys style 
Rory's got a good off off course, wearing the tees all the time, the hoodies, the sweats. Um, I like his. He, he rocks the Jordans, off course. Um, I, I can't ever stay away from Tiger. Maybe Tiger in a different era, like 20, 2013. I kind of liked his stuff where it was all uh, heat pressed together, no stitching in his apparel. I, I love that line on the course. So I'd probably go back, and that's when the T-Dub 13 shoe came out. So that was like the best. I'm sorry, but it was just the best style to have, along with his apparel too. I wouldn't even mind going back in time, 1997, 1999, Tiger, baggy, everything. One sleeve longer than the other, uh, polos, the baggy pants. It, it was just awesome. Lots of pleats, lots of pleats, yeah. and big ones too. Yeah, There's yeah. a – I would go – so. Polo wise, I've always liked what they put Brooks in. Like when he won the PJ Championship at Bell Reeve, that camo, the zonal cooling. I've always liked everything that Brooks is in. Uh, but I do like the five pocket. I've talked about the five pocket repel ad nauseum. So Rory wears the five pocket a lot. So I'm a five pocket guy. I wonder who's going to be wearing these joggers. These things are super comfortable. Uh, just saying. So I'm going on that. And uh, I want to throw it back. So before we go to Keith's pick, we're, we're nearing the end of the podcast with Keith's pick. Jelani Morgan's crushing it in the chat. He's got another one because I've thought about this as a topic. In truth, he says, I would love to see other basketball players that golf have their own golf cleat release. And, you know, this is something that Jacques Slade talked when he was on our episode. Cousteau was saying, hey, you know, there's other athletes that golf, you know, maybe a Charles Barkley. I got one. And this is kind of related to the, the cookie question of like any shoe that you would turn into a golf shoe. You know, who's a phenomenal golfer has custom clubs with a coin glued to the back of them all the time. I would love Penny, some Penny Hardaway, some foam posits for the wintertime with cleats. I would love some Air Max Penny 1s and 2s on the course. Uh, Penny is one of those mythical figures. You know, like, you know, me in Chicago, everybody kind of talks about D-Rose and Penny in the same, like, what-if category. Because those are two dudes that could have changed the game had they stayed healthy. Um, but Penny was a phenomenon and loves the game of golf. So, so that's mine right there. So I agree with you. I think there's some basketball shoes. The Vomero Fives like on fire. It's they got Dornbacher, they got Panda, <laughs> the Vomero Fives. That'd be I'd like to see some actual straight up running shoes start to become with golf cleats. Um, I'm not much of a runner, but there's a lot of good looking running shoes. I'm with you there, but I would go a different route. Also a, a Beautiful swing, though, um, and that's uh, the kid, Griffey. Yeah. Golfer, photographer now, So, but I think some like some swingmans would translate well. They're already, a, like, can be into a baseball, so you're just changing the fleet bottoms, right? And, like, you could be a little bit that way as well. So, Man, nice choice. Yeah. Really nice choice. Keith, Keith wants to take the Sergei Fedorov hockey skate from 1996. I was absolutely that. thinking hockey all the way. Definitely changing that. I have those in rollerblades actually right behind me in the garage. I have the white Sergeys with rollerblades on the bottom. And he also has the black-white Albatross tour premieres. We're calling those the Albatross from now on. Yeah, I do. I have those as well. Keith, that's another one we can add to the list. They don't fit yeah. me very oh, well. Right. You got these ones, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they um, don't fit me very well, but we're in a cart. so it's We're good, good for the uh, member. Uh, speaking of being in a cart, not being in a cart, TPC this week, um, and the price it is to pay, play a, a, a public course, we'll say, um, at TPC now. Matt, you played it a couple years ago, I think 2015, you said. Um, the year that Tiger won, so it was 2013, I believe. Okay. Um, and so now, like, I don't know if you recall how much it is, but now it's almost $850, $800 to play tpc and some of these courses are are getting a little crazy in like the access to to it and i was watching a rick shields um one also can i just go on a rant here biggest thing that ever happened or worst thing that ever happened was rick shields leaving nike now he wears this other like logo thing that like he thinks is great and i'm like rick i'm a fan but not since you've left nike you know like and i get like the whole like thing but uh, I don't know. It just doesn't look good on him. The Nike, the Jordan, at least looked good. I don't know. But either way, he played. He, he did a break seventy-five 
at TBC. And you get a four caddy, you get a caddy. Um, but I don't know. It was just one of those things that um, – and he got treated well. I'm sure he didn't pay $800 because he's a YouTuber and all that stuff. But some of these places now are just – unless you're also rolling out the red carpet, I, I just can't see it happening for me a lonely like you know a, a guy that just just plays golf for like casually I, I the max that i'm paying for a golf course is 150 bucks you know and that's i'm trying to get every deal possible to get that down and that's mostly at turning at turning stone too right keith so um that'd be the most i pay you know yeah and i so i, I don't know you're i know matt you want to talk about this but like your thoughts on it you've played it I know you said it may not be worth it like that anymore. I know Nick also said that it's one of his favorite courses. So I, but I don't know if Nick would pay eight hundred dollars. I know he paid it. He played a different time period as well. I feel I, like they've gone up recently too. I, I want to say your rant about uh, Rick though. Rick's been in the golf game a while, so I'm not going to accuse him of being a golf grifter. But it, it is like that is something that's interesting to me. And my brother has pointed out that when Bryson was dropped by his sponsors because of the live thing, how quickly Bryson switched. Like right away, he's in pings right away. He's in something else. And it's like, it's like, dude, like, so these brands like that supported you this whole time, they were that bad that you switched that quick. Like, why should I ever trust you again to promo anything? But I get it. You know, somebody supports you. That's my least favorite. And that's, that's really hard because we're three Nike fanboys, right? Whatever, you know, but I have always just thought of brand loyalty as being like the thing. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to go to Adidas or to Under Armour. And mainly it could be because I have it like a swoosh tattooed on me, <laughs> too, to be quite honest. But at the same time, it's just like, I don't, I don't know. There's just something about when like I saw another person that used to be a Nike person or at least wore Nike a lot in this area switch. And now he's Titleist and Foot Joy and, and, under Armour. And I'm like, what? Like, you built yeah. your platform on being a Nike person, and now you're this? Like, I just have never understood that, but to each their own. And I mean, that's how they support it, because that's how they make their living. Like, for us, this is right. a, a, a passion project, right? So, like you said, it really limits us. So, if you guys do have any partnerships or people you'd like to see advertised on The Swoosh Life, besides Anchor, that yeah. fit into this sneakerhead uh, Nike community, Gatorade, fast switch Gatorade, hook fast it up. Switch. Sponsor us. We, this Sponsor is something we can use on the course, right? Or or in our podcast. Keeps us awake at night. We're doing late night podcast. Fast switch by Gatorade. There you go. But to back to back to your point. Okay, so let me take it to the Sawgrass thing. When I played, I was actually a guest of somebody uh, who got a great rate. We actually played the next day, Pete's Die Valley. We didn't. We got a really good rate, so I can't tell you. I want to say at the time we went in August because that's the off season, so we didn't get the snowbird rate. But I think at that time, off season rate was $250, which was the most I've ever spent on golf to that point. I never spent more than $110 on a round of golf, right? But it's iconic, it's a place you want to go. You get the four caddy, uh, you you learn what Bermuda grass is all about. When the four caddy says, Don't take anything higher than a nine, he means it like you will not get it out, it's pointless. Don't break your wrists, but <laughs> which goes to show like how great these guys are. The experience lives on for a lifetime, right? Like, I got a little keychain and I got the tag, and it says, You know, you know, the score I got on 17, and it has my nickname on it. Um, and it's one of those things like you, you get it out of the way once, if wait, you wait, have wait, the means wait. to do, you, do it. What do you? you got that like they give that to you as, as included or like that's something that you got extra because like i don't think we know about when you go to a course and it's 200 or 100 dollars. it's just playing and you get a like maybe a locker is there something that you else you get at some of these courses that are more expensive or at least oh, that yeah lock on yeah so like with that one with that one like we got full use of the facility for the day but yeah it was the bag tag was the the add-on it was like the souvenir that you got i will say it pains valley tiger woods course which keith you'll be going to you don't pay for anything at the halfway house. So they're really big. They, they grow bison locally. So they have bison dogs on rollers. They have like these, it's not dipping dots, but you know, the little dotted ice cream, like dipping dots, you know, all you can eat and snack, uh, you pay for booze, 
But, you know, that's that is the nice thing when that stuff is included. Right. Like, are you going to drink three hundred dollars worth of Gatorade? Probably not. But it is nice that they're not nickel and diming you afterwards. But now the price has gotten to six hundred, eight hundred dollars. I was in Vegas and I'm looking up prices and like the most expensive round in golf, I think right now is Shadow Creek. Right. Shadow Creek's a G to right. play. Yeah. And, and right. you know, and I'm about to go out. Here's here's the thing about these majors. Let me tell you something. OK, USGA and PGA. Y'all want to you all want to frame something. Y'all want to grow the game. Uh, Nick Spears played 535 to play the stadium the and the valley and a two night stay. Think about that. He paid 535 and he's got a story for life. Nick Spears has yeah. right there. He's throwing it in the chat. Right. I've got a story for life. And we did kind of the same thing. We stayed on on the thing. It's something for regular golfers to have a chance to, right? This is my problem. Have you looked at the list of places that they're going to go to? Pebble Beach, $800. Like for, for normal people, that is unattainable. Right. You look at the U.S. Open PGAs for the next few years, they're all going to private clubs. They're going to the same private clubs, maybe for the third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Matt got so... Yeah, so I know. We, we regular people will never have a chance or be able to justify spending that amount of money to go play these courses. And that for a long time has always been one of the calling cards that's great about golf. You cannot sit courtside. The everyday person cannot afford to sit courtside on an NBA court and walk next to a player. Right. Keep your hands off the players, by the way. Don't be jerks. But what I'm saying is you can walk alongside Tiger Woods. You can walk alongside Rory McIlroy. I can go play the same course, right? But for these next 10, 15 years, and I don't know why somebody got paid off to plan the majors for the next 20 freaking years, right? They're all booked up till 2053 at all these private clubs that will never have a chance to play. And if they are at a public course, it's just way too expensive. Right. So by, how about this for growing the game, USGA and PGA? How about this? Last I checked, PGA professionals teach at public courses. Last I checked, USGA, you talk about growing the game. Go to a public course. Give the money to a public course and have it shared in that state, not just so another private club can put up a second course or a bigger clubhouse. I think it's complete BS. I've been holding on to this rant for a minute. You want to grow the game, that's how you grow the game. Stop trying to tell the private courses to pay, pony up money and open up the course on a Monday, you know, so I can go up, show up in jeans and a ball retriever and shoot a 120. That's not growing the game. Make more affordable public courses. Yeah. Agree. Oof. Now, Oof. now what do we do? Holy crap. Uh, now we do. Uh, I'm not, we're not, I don't even know what to say. And, and, and also the fun thing about live and um, whatnot. <laughs> I got spit up on by my daughter there. So my like, uh oh, was doing good. She's with mom now. I just got home. And uh, so thank you guys for being patient with, with her on the stream and, and, uh, and listening on the podcast for all the screams in the background. So I appreciate uh, all that and, and whatnot. Um, Keith's pick, TBC Week. Let's, Let's get, get right into it. it. We're going <laughs> to. You're not going to talk about it. You're done. You're done. Yeah, no, I'm moving on. Why, why even, uh, why even. Top that, Matt. You just like crush that out. Matt, I I agree with you, and we need to grow the game a different way. I don't know what to say to that. You just let it all out, and that's yeah. what it is. That's what it truly is. It, I want I wanted to talk about that with Jacques, but you know we were limited on time with him when he said grow the game because he even said like wearing Jordans is not growing the game. It's not, but wearing Jordans and joggers and a T-shirt at a public course. That is growing the game. That makes it more accessible. Like I'm, we're super lucky here in Chicago. I can go to like a bunch of courses and play for under 50 bucks. And there's not a crazy dress code, right? Like, and no members like sneering at you, right? Like, like Gumby for you, like how many courses are in your area? How many are public and how many are private? Yeah. I mean, I belong to a private club that just tells you like as a, common man that like that's how many are public and private like i have to almost be at a public or at a private club to be able to play because there's not enough like around here that you that are quality that you can play at that are public right there's one that i play a league at there's a couple like you know ryan goes to a couple of different ones and stuff like that but like quality wise no and, and there's one there's one that's about to go that's a uh, Jack Nicholas. It's called Timberbanks. It's really nice. And uh, slowly and slowly and slowly over the past three years, they've raised their rate that they're over a hundred dollars to play there. Like I used to play there 
on a Tuesday night for $35 and just wow. play as many things. And then now you can't play there for like, like anything under a hundred and they've just made a new clubhouse. They want to go private. Like, like that's their, their thought process is that like, we're just going to go private because everything else is around here, but Hey, that's- and to bring it full circle for a hundred bucks, you could have a badass time at top golf. Crazy ass time for a hundred dollars. <laughs> I, I wish there was more around here like that. Like there, we have one is simulator, but there's nothing like the. And this is just full circle of the whole podcast, right? Um, there's nothing here that is like the the indoor experience where like I want to practice and get better, but I also want to have a good time. Like I want to go. To, like I know I think that's what like a five iron is, right? Is that you can like get drinks and stuff. There's a bar. There's a restaurant. But like you could also like chip and putt like on a putting green and stuff but plus there's also like the bays and the bigger bays and it's like more of like this is i just want indoor top golf i just want bowling for golf that's what i always say top golf is it's bowling for golf right so i think it's you know just one of those things where like i think that's coming i think this indoor league that tiger and rory and stuff are starting i think is going to really probably pop off as well and we can get into that at a later time um this is supposed to be one of our shorter episodes um but i think that like there's more access to golf coming than i think we realize and hopefully that includes public courses as well so you know know our podcasts never are short so we just get going look what just happened about five minutes ago we almost lost matt so yeah. all right let's do it keith's pick is here let us know your picks for the weekend for the players championship on instagram or on the live stream or just send us a note um and then stay locked into our season long race we're gonna do a little cup um i have the first point of the year um with jason day is the top finisher of our group last week um so as uh as top dog i get to go first right is that how the rules work i like that I'll do it. All right. Oh, so you can kick off or you can defer to oh, halftime. That's your choice. Uh, I, think, I think this is going to be a popular pick. So I'm going to go first. Um, I saw something on TikTok where it was like the only, there's only 17 players that can win the ch- players' championship because it has to be, they have to be in the top 30 um, in T to green and strokes gained um, putting or something like that. And number one at the top of this person's list. Someone who I think gets it done on the bigger stage, Tony Finau is my pick for this week. I like that. I like that. I'm I'm sticking to my guns, Gumby, on this. I'm going to do a back-to-back pick week. And the reason why is I'm picking Tom Kim again, back-to-back. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's – it's risky. It's risky to be a rookie at, at TBC as well. Right. But it's paid off. He had a couple good practice rounds. He fought last weekend at the AP to make the cut. And that just shows me he's got some drive in him still. He's not one of these young kids that are going to fade off fast. He's going to be around a while for us, wearing the swoosh and winning majors. And he's going to be my pick to win TBC or finish the highest as a Nike athlete. Matt, what have we just have we calmed down a little? I came in yes, and I thought about this today. Um, and Kevin Lancaster, thanks for agreeing with me, and and Nick Spears for cheering me on and just making me rant even more as (laughs) as he's rolling on in the chat. I came in with two people in mind, Gumby. You picked one of them, it was Tony Finau. Uh, I am chasing. Uh, are we doing two points for majors? Does this count as a two point? I think it should be. Like four three. points per major if you nail it, three points if you get close, or two points if you get close in a major, and and it should be double points if you like get a spot on. Yeah. So we'll keep track. We'll have a thing. You'll yeah, be we'll seeing something we'll, out. You'll be seeing graphics now and posts of, of, of keeping on it um, with betting line information too. So if you do want to put it up, like put a bet on it, uh, you can. I've already placed my bet on Tony. Also, just a quick note. Um, I said that top twenties were my new bet. I hit two out of ten. So I'm not nice. doing top twenties anymore. So because <laughs> it has a parlay, so I'm going back to miss cut versus make cut. There and you I got go. a 12 legger as well. I, I just, like that. 
I, I do like Ryan Mullins said uh, Tony Finau plus 2,800. By the time you're listening to this, they'll have uh, started playing. So we probably shouldn't yeah. uh, talk about the odds. But you know what? I have a hard time saying Scotty's my guy because, Keith, you were the first guy to call his greatness. Like, you called his first couple wins, so I feel like he's your guy. And watching Rory and Scotty come so close last week, I was like, why did I outthink myself? Why didn't I just go with, you know, but Fleetwood's my guy. Brooks is my guy. Like, you know, I got to, you know, I love our roster if you haven't noticed. But with that being said, I feel like the guy that got him at St. Andrews won't be here to defend the title. Mm. It would be nice for him to kick it down uh some folks's chin again i'm not trying to take jabs but i gotta go rory it's my guy and right. he's gonna get he's gonna get a win in whatever those new shoes are whether they're the victory tour 2.5 or the victory tour 3 they look different they look like it but they look different so uh, anybody at nike if you want to confirm whether that's the victory tour 3 or two and a half y'all let us know thanks for uh, that they will out. do a specialty one for him they had pink last week for him yep. that matched some of his arnold palmer stuff i bet there's a gold version out Absolutely. there as well, by so. the way also nike i want to say so i've got the the polo in all four colors rory yep. wore the blue and gray one when he won in did, did, where did he win in dubai dubai yep. okay um tony was wearing that blue one last tournament i think mm-hmm. on on friday this is something that I've also said is I wish that more guys would wear polos across each other. And like Rory had the blue and pink one with that specialty pink, but I'm just saying like, I hate when they say, Oh, only Rory's wearing this line. Only Tony's wearing this line. I, I think it's cool to see the same polo on different dudes. Right. That's, that's just me. So yeah, again, I'm going Rory McIlroy. Sorry to drag it out. Yeah. All right. So we got Tony, Tom, Kim, Rory as our picks this week. Um, We'll let you know how we do. We'll see it up. You'll see the graphic on Instagram. Uh, interact and and send us your pick, and then see who's right. And, uh, and maybe if you guys nail it, if someone else nails it against us, against we so say the field nails it versus us, um, we'll give out a prize. But I don't know. You know, it has to be a Nike guy too. So we'll see. Um, but this has been a fun. This has been great. Hope you guys have enjoyed the live show aspect of this. We'll do this once every couple uh, months, probably like once a quarter. Yeah. yeah. So, and then we're looking to have more guests on. I know yeah. Nick wants to join. Blake will join. Um, I think it's fun when we we're doing that, and hopefully, or our emergency audience... emergency podcasts after a Nike guy wins a major. Always. Yeah. Exactly. Like we did for uh, Scotty. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we're gonna you're gonna start seeing us do a little bit more of like. Um, active stuff on on that and uh, and being a little bit more of a voice on on our players and our roster and everything too because we want to we want to make sure that like we are representing them um, as they represent us the swoosh and everything too so uh, super excited about that um, I don't really know what else thank you guys for being patient thanks for joining in um, should be a fun week the players players I don't like the early players we talked about that last year I like more of Mother's Day players but still always fun to be especially down in jacksonville so my my boy uh, trevor was down there in uh and everything watching with with yesterday there's a jaguar suite so they're there friday saturday um i'm a jaguars fan so oh kevin so, lancaster is the golf groove yeah look at who you find when you're in the youtube chat and, and for those of you listening podcast hey but golf groove man one of our uh gallery mvps we're, we're gonna come up with a name for the swoosh gallery you know the, those of you that contribute to the He's Instagram. Also a supporter of the podcast which you can support the podcast on anchor.fm slash the swoosh life slash support so thank you kevin um and ryan and scott feed as well i believe so um, I've got I've got something cooking for our uh, supporters. For our supporters, I got a little something cooking. So stay tuned. And lastly, remember to follow us on Instagram, um, Switch Life Podcast. Big giveaway at a thousand, probably the biggest that we've ever done. Probably the biggest that I've seen any really um, people do. We're gonna put a lot of our own money into it so that you can just like lean on that. And we are, let me do the math, one hundred and forty-three away from a thousand and uh i'm 125 away from uh from 2000 so get me there come at come be cute. <laughs> my own personal flight i've just been stuck on 1875 for like a million years and i just don't want to be there someone i i, I feel you i've been stuck for a while myself but um yeah you're also like triple me so yeah 
you know, well, what what a coincidence! The pandemic brought out all the the whiskey loving, sneaker wearing, <laughs> golfer, gambler, sports talkers. Jeez, I just kind of. So yeah, follow us on Sorry. our socials. Um, you know where Matt is. You know where Keith is. You know where I am. And um, this has been fun. Um, if you have any questions, hit us up. Um, our DMs are always open. And let's have a good week, boys. I think it's going to be a good one. It should be fun. Like you guys going to be in the winner circle? I think so. So um, until next one, this has been the Swoosh Life Podcast. I'm Gumby. That's been Matt Keith. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram at the Swoosh Life Podcast to stay up to date on all things swoosh. And if you have any questions, comments, or business inquiries, please email us at the Swoosh Life Podcast at gmail.com. And lastly, give us a follow or review and become a supporter of the podcast at anchor.fm backslash the swoosh life backslash support. Thank you all for listening. See you in the next one. Checks over stripes, yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. That's what we like. Yeah.